Hey, are you looking for the perfect holiday gift or stocking stuffer? Then check out our new merchandise at youradvisorswillseeyounow.com. We have special items for students, faculty, and of course, those special student advisors in your life. Shop mugs, sweaters, hats, and so, so much more. Click on the link in the episode show notes below. Hey everyone, in this episode, we are going to provide a sophomore and junior checklist for what you can do to prep for the college search and the application. You're not going to want to miss this one. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. We are going to have a relevant ramble episode, and this is going to help sophomores and juniors to come up with a list of items to complete during these two years of high school. If you've been listening to this podcast, you already know that Kiki and I say it's important to be as proactive as possible, so that way you are not overwhelmed with the college search process or just the overall process and understanding of what to do after high school during your senior year. So we have created something for you so you can figure out what your next steps are and how to prep effectively from your sophomore, and you can do this in your sophomore and your junior year of high school. So... I'm going to kick it over to Kiki, and she is going to begin giving us some items to complete for month to month that you can anticipate when you're in school. Yes. So this list, we didn't we didn't create it, but we just wanted to bring it to you via the podcast. We just wanted you to be able to listen to it instead of having to read it. But it's from NACAC, which is a college advising and access organization. Um, we also use another website too. So I'll make sure to link them in the show notes because I do think they're really great resources to have. And it had other, you, know, you can click on other links to get some more stuff. But Kemi and I are just bringing you all uh, the surface level things that you want to be doing. So like Kemi said, we're going to break it up by month. So I'm going to start with things you can be doing in September, September and December. So something you should be doing anyway, if you're a freshman, a, you know, if you're a freshman, you can do this too. But meeting with your guidance counselor is a great is great because they are the ones that are you know doing the college fairs and they're doing all that college prep they do a lot of stuff but they are also doing that college prep you know talk to them about colleges from the bat making sure that you're on track with your courses because even though i know in high school you know they give your courses every year it's great for you to have your own plan so that you know what you're going to be doing if you want to throw some ap classes or ib classes in there too Talk about that with your guidance counselor. So making sure that you're staying in touch with them in your sophomore and junior years, especially is really, really vital. Preparing for the PSAT. Now, this is a big thing in high school. Everybody has to go through it. Nobody likes standardized testing, but it's it's good to have. And I know a lot more colleges are moving away or they're becoming test optional, but it's always still good to just have prepared for the for the SAT. And the ACT. So the PSAT is the prep for the SAT. I don't believe there's an ACT prep, but you know, there's of course material out there, but that's the time to start thinking about, you know, how can I start, you know, studying for this, looking at practice questions. You definitely want to get that taken care of. Next point you can be doing or next task you can be doing between these months is creating a resume. And I know when you hear resume, you're like, that's for people who are going to look for 
corporate jobs, not necessarily, it could be anybody, you need a resume as well. Some colleges may ask you for a resume when you apply. And, you know, even in college, you'll need that resume if you're wanting to apply to on-campus jobs, things like that. But your resume can include your accomplishments. If you want any awards, you definitely want to put that on there. If you volunteer, whether that's at like local community, at your church, at your synagogue, your mosque, wherever you, you know, are volunteering, include that and write it down. And making sure that you're doing things intentionally, not just like you know, pop in there once and you're saying you, you did it for six months, you know, make sure that's something that you're actually doing regularly. If you have a part-time job, include that on there as well. They want to see that you are working. There's, there's lots of things you can put. I would say those are the main things you want to include on your resume. It's something that you should be starting to, you know, write things down so you can have somebody help you create this down the line. Then what Kemi and I always say you can be doing is exploring potential careers. Now, if you're in the seventh grade listening to this, you can be doing this exploring potential careers <laughs> as well, but it's just good for anyone, anybody. But, you know, in your sophomore, junior years, we encourage you to do this because in, in a year, in two years, you're going to be starting, you're going to start thinking about colleges and hopefully thinking about your major. So you want to be able to have an understanding of what actually is out there. Or if you, you know, you've grown up all your life, and you want to be a vet, you know what a vet does. Like, of course, they, you know, take care of pets and our animals and things like that, our pets and animals. But do you know what really goes into being a vet? Get on YouTube, go, you know, go talk to a vet. You know, these are the times to be doing shadowing and doing more research so you know what it actually is like in this profession. So we really encourage you to start doing those things um, from September to December if you are a sophomore and senior. And I'll kick it off to Kemi for the next chunk of months. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also to add too, if you want to do some career exploration, we also have episodes every other week where we interview people in different mm -hmm. careers and they tell us how they got into that career, what made them get into that career. They tell us the pros and the cons to the careers and what an actual day-to-day -day looks like. So that's great if you're unable to get connected with the internship or if you're unable to shadow anything. So check those out. We have that for you guys. Plug. Uh, and like a little plug there. You got to do a little plug. I know, a little plug and a shout out to the seventh grader that listens to us, that one seventh grader that you met. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but some things that, so some things and items that you can complete during January to February, if you are a sophomore or junior or a seventh grader, is again, work with your counselor to plan out your, your senior year courses. Or even if you're a junior, you could see if you can start taking maybe some AP classes that can transfer over. And then I would also even add here too, so... Some communities do, community colleges do, what is it, dual enrollment, Kiki? So you can do mm -hmm. some courses at community college. And so you can get some of those courses out the way. So you That's don't even have as many classes to take when you get to college. So you can look into that as well. In the January to February period, you can also register for your SAT and, and ACT courses. Uh, usually they have, you go online, um, they have them on College Board. And... You'll be able to find a local area where they're providing the SAT or the ACT. Sometimes they provide them at different schools or they provide them at different testing like facilities itself. But you can find one that's as close to you and also select the best state that you feel you'll, you'll be most prepared for that. 
The next point we have is explore college campuses. So if you're able to explore some college campuses that are in your area, I mean, always, even if you're not really, you know, interested in a college campus that might be right in your neighborhood, I would say go explore it so it can kind of get your wheels turning in terms of what you should be looking for on other campuses and comparing. But take a campus tour. Um, bring a pen and a paper, ask many, many questions. I made a TikTok about this too for some golden questions to ask on college campus. So check out our TikTok for that. Um, go on virtual tours. So if you're unable to travel, let's say you live on the East Coast and you're unable to travel to the West Coast, go on a virtual tour and go that way and go virtually and see what they're offering there. Look for summer opportunities on college campuses. So also some some college campuses, maybe in your state or outside your state, if you're willing to travel, they'll offer some summer programs or maybe some summer courses or leadership opportunity kind of workshops. So look into that too, so you can get a feel that way of the campus and the vibe. And if you see yourself going there in the future. Another big item for you to do is start researching scholarship databases. Everybody, you can start applying for scholarships before senior year. Do this now, guys. Do this now. Your future self will thank your past self if you're able to get that funding and start applying now and applying early to essays because the essay parts can take up some time. So if you're able to get that a lot of that work done before senior year so you can focus on just your college essays, you'll be thanking yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this other point I added in here too is in your junior year, in your junior year, you can start trying to establish a rapport with your professors. So meaning you have to have like two or three recommendations from your college. So it's good for you to have like a professor that you know you're doing well in their class. You're you're involved in their class. Or even if you are like Kiki was saying before, if you're volunteering, um, make sure you're just establishing good connections because one, that's great networking for the future. You never know if they may come back and think of you and say, hey, there's a job opportunity here, or there's an internship opportunity here. But also they can know you well enough to write a great um, recommendation letter for your college versus a generic, this student gets all A's in my class. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really, that paper doesn't shine unless the person really knows you, they know what you're contributing to class, they know your work that you're contributing. So start doing and doing that and standing out in your classes or your volunteer work and um, networking and establishing a rapport in those relationships. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I was going to add on too. So like those college campus visits, I think they're called flyaways or I can't remember what it's called. There's like a term where you can like, you know, they, they'll fly you out. And like Kimmy was saying, they're like programs that you can go and maybe they have you on campus for a few days and you get to stay in the dorms. You get to do college classes. I did that a couple of times with a couple, with a couple of programs and it's really, really fun, but it lets you see what college life is like. And you can, as Kimmy said, you know, see what you're looking for or things you don't want on a college campus, but they're usually free. You get to meet other people from all across the country. It's really great opportunity if you can take advantage of that. So I wanted to just add on about those. um, I think they call it, maybe it's called like fly-in programs, fly away, Mm fly-in programs. But for the months between March to May, so March and May, we have spring break. We have, you know, maybe your school's getting out for summer around May. So these are the things you can actually be going if you're able to, like we said, if you're able to go, you know, visit colleges, this is the time to be doing that. But we encourage you to start researching colleges. Your, you know, your your local community is going to have college fairs 
it's going to be overwhelming, but go to these college fairs, see what is out there. Even in, like Kimmy was saying, if it's your local community college, your local just state school, still go and check them out because you just never know. They may be standing there offering you a scholarship on spot. You just never know. They do stuff like that sometimes. And free merch. <laughs> Right, and free right, you get free stuff. You get lots of free stuff. But college fairs are really, really fun. But it just gives you a sense of really what kind of schools are out there. Big schools, small schools, rural schools, urban schools. If they're predominantly if like PWIs, predominantly white institutions, if they are HBCUs, historically black institutions. I mean, you're gonna see all types of schools when you go. Um, and that leads to the point of this is the time to be exploring match and fit. If you go back to our season one episode, we talked about match and fit, but this is where you're actually looking at what your interests are, how those interests play into what you want on a college campus. So if you want a smaller school environment, um, match and fit also can go off of your, your GPA. Like, are you a fit for that school in terms of your GPA requirements, things like that. So if you haven't listened to our episode, go check out season one. We talk about match and fit, but yeah, this is the time to start researching colleges. Um, as we mentioned, if you can get to a campus during spring break, definitely do that. That's a very popular time to be on college visits is when you're on spring break. And I know, you know, you want to be at the beach or you want to be somewhere else, but think about when other time and the you know, other times you may have to do that. Maybe there aren't that much have that much free time outside of spring break. So, you know, plan those visits. You can sign up for them. We mentioned virtual ones if you can't make it to a campus. But, you know, as you're doing your research as well, start developing a list of colleges that do interest you, even if it's just two. And this is March to May, whether it's your sophomore year or junior year, even if it's just two colleges that you have on your list, that's awesome. That's the time for you to do a deep delve into those two schools to see if they really align with what you're looking for. But start to develop that list. Um, I would say maybe you know, have on there two two to 10 schools is a great list just to get you mm -hmm. started so you're able to compare the different institutions. Some people have you know long lists of like 50 schools. That's a lot, it's overwhelming. But if you can you know narrow it down to just a handful that you can take in, do your research, that's great. This is a big one. Compare cost of attendance. School's not free. <laughs> they have they have tuition and fees associated with them. So be comparing the cost of attendance. If you want to go to an NYU, understand what NYU tuition looks like. It's up there. They're one of the more expensive institutions. Um, so yeah, just you know, taking the colleges that you have a list of and visit their tuition and fees page. I know this is the part we don't really want to talk about, but visit that visit that tuition and fees page. And just write it down. Just start comparing the those those numbers so you have an idea. So when you do apply and you're getting into these schools, you can be comparing your financial aid packages and saying, I know tuition is this much, this is how much I received in financial aid. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I should mm. look at somewhere else. Yeah. And I guess I'll plug off of that too. There is a cool app. It's called Decided App, and it does allow you to compare your costs for colleges and how to figure out expenses to pay for that. And that app is free. So it's called Decided App. You can check that out. Shout out to Decided. But that's, yeah, that's a great tool. It sounds like it makes it very easy to be able to do that process. Next thing we would say or encourage you to do is to review college applications. So maybe you've never seen an application before for a college. You can go ahead and create an account. So you can see what it's going to entail. Every school has maybe different requirements when you're applying. You know, essays are pretty standard. If you're a freshman applicant, that's pretty standard. But just kind of gathering 
they are going to ask you on the application. So you have an idea. You can be, be preparing those things ahead of time in preparation for when you're applying during your, during your senior year. And between March to May, this is a great time. If not, you know, between these months, if not sooner, be considering a summer job, interning, volunteering. Start looking for those things because these are when these are when jobs, you know, companies are going to start hiring or looking for interns, things like that. So um, put yourself out there. Don't be nervous. If you know your parents or someone close to you has connections in a field you want to work in, ask them would they be willing to take you on for the summer. Whether it's paid or unpaid, I know we're looking for this money, but whether it's paid or unpaid, <laughs> take the opportunity to just, you know, have that exposure to a certain profession. So um, definitely consider, you know, have a list of some jobs you're looking into and going back to the resume point. That's why you have a resume. So when you're applying to these jobs, you have something to give them. That was a good one, Kiki. So the next portion that we have is so between June and August. So during this time, you should have your final refined list of colleges. Again, I'm going to plug that TikTok because I made it out there, but I gave you some really good questions to ask to really whittle down your list and determine what will be the best fit for you. I think, and also just another way for you to also figure it out is write down on a list of, write down on the list, what are the priorities that you want for an institution? So for example, if you really want to be involved in research, write that down on your list. If you want to be, be in a program that is maybe accelerated where you can complete an undergraduate degree and a master's program within a small span of time, write that down on your list. So this will be able, you'll be able to fine tune what you're looking for and what will be a match for you. Um, and that's just a little taste of things that you can be doing to make your final, final list. You can schedule in, in the summertime any other last minute college visits if you need to go or you're going to revisit again to make sure you're making the right decision for yourself. Um, during this time, start brainstorming those college application essays. So look at, like Kiki said, open, already like open up those college application accounts, make an account, and then see the essay portion. Some are the same, some are different, but look at how you can be tackling that effectively. We'll definitely have an episode on how to tackle those and some material on how to do that soon, but start working on that now so you can get that out of the way. And something I want to mention as well is you don't have to necessarily apply, send your application in once September begins. They do want like a, tra um, a transcript, but if you feel as though your junior transcript is holds a lot of weight to it and you think it's really good, you can still send your application in with your essay and your transcript ahead of time. I specifically remember my senior year in high school and we had this, I don't know if this is a good thing, but we had this wall and it showed where your university and where you got accepted. And every time a student got accepted, they put the college in the student's name. Oh, wow. And so you could walk by and you would see like, ooh, who got accepted to what? I remember the first day of school, I was like, so-and-so got accepted into what? We can do that now? You can, you can still apply now and send applications in wicked early. And I would encourage that because you are way ahead of the game. You are way ahead of competition. They're not really comparing you to anybody. So go ahead and do that too. So that's one option as well. If you're like ready to be done with it, you're prepared, you're like, you know, you want to go apply to that bad boy. And the earlier you know, the better you know. So that way you can tackle things financially too and make better plans. But yeah. Kiki, do you have anything else to add to our list? I think that's it for the for the list. I mean, those are, like I said, the 
surface level things you want to be doing, the priority uh, priorities I would say you want to be completing throughout those months. We're going to link, like I said, in the show notes, these resources so you can check them out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Can be plugged it quickly, but hopefully soon down the line, we'll be having our own merch that is catered to helping helping students make this process easier. You know, I like to journal. I think Kemi loves to journal as well. We just like to have pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do something virtual too, like a, what's it called? Not virtual, but like those like e-thing, you know, e-resources too. But something very similar to this to help you all that are planning to go off to college or planning for your post high school journey. journey. Thank you. Just, you know, resources to have, but something very tangible. You can, you know, go back to it. You can carry it with you, take it to school, take it to your job, whatever. So that's coming down the line soon. Look out for it. But I think that was it for the list. Hopefully this is very helpful to you all. We really encourage you to just start doing these things. It's it's, in your year seems far away. If If you're a junior right now, or if you're a sophomore right now, senior year seems far away. Finishing high school seems far away, but it's closer than you think. Also, on top of that, like take the time to start preparing. It's why you know we record this episode for you all, so you can start preparing way ahead of time. Kimmy said you don't want to be the person that's like it's it's March and you haven't applied anywhere yet, and that's okay. If you don't go, that's totally fine. We just want you to do the legwork so that you have a plan. You know, a plan, but have a plan A, have a plan B, have a plan C as well. We're just encouraging you to to do some to take some steps towards your post high school journey. Okay, so check this out. Share it with your friends. Everybody needs this resource just to you know be able to stay on top of things. Talk to your guidance counselors. Talk to your teachers. You have you have a lot of support system systems out there with you. So don't forget about the the people that are around you as well. But that's it for our relevant ramble. Hope this helps you. Um, everything will be in the show notes. If you have anything. You want to hear from us in the future? Let us know. We don't get emails from our listeners. We want to hear from you, listeners. We have an I email. Know. Y'all are we out there. Let us you. know what you want to hear. Let us know right. what you want to hear because we will do it. <laughs> we will. We will do it because you you asked. We're gonna we're gonna cater to the listeners. But you can email us. You can send us DMs on our Instagram, TikTok. We are Yawson Podcasts on Instagram and TikTok. Y-A-W-S-Y-N podcast. If you're feeling like you want to be a blessing to us, our Venmo's in the description, but we appreciate the shares, the likes, the follows. You all are awesome. So thank you so much for listening in and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.